Welcome to The Cindy Rushton Show. Encouraging, empowering, and equipping as you step into your calling and life purpose. Here is your hostess, Cindy Rushton. Good morning, sweet friend. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing awesome. Today, I have got an amazing show lined up for you. Yeah, this is a replay from my series, Stepping Up to Your Call, Who Are You? And today, we're going to talk about beloved identity. Okay, you guys, this one, this one, get ready. You're going to be hearing a lot, 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 lot more about this because this is one of my topics that God is really unpacking in my life and in my heart today. So you'll hear a lot more, but this one, hey, this will get you started. In fact, I say that this is an invitation to a conversation with God because this is one thing I believe that he wants to speak into your heart, who you are, how precious you are, what you have because you are in beloved identity. It's who you are. So without any further ado, dig into this episode. Hello. Guess what? Today is day five. Yes. I cannot even believe it. This is day five of our series, Stepping Up to Your Call, Who Are You? Oh, yeah. Today's topic, we're going to talk about you have beloved identity. So hang with me. But for today, I just want to just say uh, a big, huge welcome to everybody. I'm so glad you are here. I'm glad that you're tuning in. If this is your first day, we have four other days. You can go and tune in and listen to the replays there at YouTube. Um, you can find me at YouTube at cindyrushton.com forward slash YouTube. And you can listen to all four of the others. And this one will be posted in just a little bit and will premiere later this afternoon. So go check me out. Also, give me some YouTube love. Yeah, um, you can leave a comment. You can subscribe to my channel and get updates on um, sessions similar to this that we'll be recording live. You'll also get updates if we're doing a live event or we're having a webinar that you may want to listen to the replays. Um, many of those that are public will be housed right there at YouTube. So definitely go check it out. Give um, follow, Subscribe when you do. And um, on your device, if you have set up for notifications, it will send you a notification whenever we are going live or whenever we're um, broadcasting live or even if we are premiering something or even it should show you whenever something's been added to the channel. Um, so you can go and dig in at your convenience. Um, if you uh, would like to have email, the email version of updates, hey, go to my website at cindyrushton.com and subscribe to my um, updates. It's called Stay Connected, and um, that is totally free. So um, in what you, when you do that, even right now, you can get a free gift. Um, it's a recording, that uh, a teaching that I had. Um, it's a video or audio, whichever you prefer, of uh, the power of an hour. So don't miss that. It's a really good um, teaching. I think it uh, it's already helping a lot of people, and I think it will be a blessing for you as well. Okay, speaking of topics, today our topic again is you have beloved identity. Now, 
Does that make you go, whoa, 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 what does that mean? Oh, you guys, this truth, if we were to just sit and unpack this one thing, I truly believe there's a lot that God could speak into our hearts about this. In fact, I almost made the whole series about beloved identity and, um, and the Lord, you know, broadened this out because I believe the background of the last few days is perfect at kind of, uh, kind of correcting some of the things that keep us from fully having beloved identity. And, one thing that just kind of sticks out is that a lot of us, we have, we find ourselves having a lot vying for the narrative and the story that we tell ourselves about our identity. Um, the reason I know this is because I know that the enemy, he loves to steal, kill, and destroy. He loves to accuse. He loves to lie. And one of the biggest things he does, he uses as an attack is our identity because he knows that when we grasp that we have beloved identity, that whenever we grasp that, that sets us free to fulfill our life calling. It sets us free to be able to go and truly minister to others and help them be able to find their identity. He's an identity thief. And I'm not talking about, like, I know we talk about identity theft a lot in our culture, um, but he's the ultimate identity thief. Um, let me take you to this um, passage that will explain what I'm talking about. It says, in here we go in first peter five um uh first peter five um it says this in the passion translation starting with verse eight it says be well balanced always alert because your enemy the devil roams around incessantly <coughs> excuse me like a roaring lion looking for his prey to devour. Take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kind of troubles you endure. And then after your brief suffering, the God of all grace, who has called you to share in his eternal glory in Christ, will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever. Yes, he will set you firmly in place and build you up. And he has all the power needed to do that forever. Amen. This should not surprise us. In fact, Jesus gave us a glimpse into the enemy's fingerprint in John chapter 10, verse 10. It says, um, beginning in verse 7, so Jesus went over it again. I speak to you eternal truth. I am the gate for the flock. All those who broke in before me are thieves who came to steal. But the sheep never listened to them. I am the gateway to enter through me is to experience, get this, life, freedom, and satisfaction. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, to kill or slaughter, and to destroy. But I've come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. The Amplified Bible says it this way. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Is anybody going, yes, I want that. Yes. 
He says, I'm the good shepherd who lays down my life as a sacrifice for the sheep. But the worker who serves only for wages is not a real shepherd because he has no heart for the sheep. He will run away and abandon them when he sees the wolf coming. And when the wolf mauls the sheep, drags them off and scatters them. Let me tell you something. The devil is lurking about looking for who he can devour. He does not want for you to know whose you are, who you are. He definitely does not want you to know your identity. So he's constantly coming to steal, kill, and destroy every single thing about you. He's here to still kill and destroy your influence, your life, your relationships, your influence, your impact, your purpose, get this, and your identity. He is an identity thief. Yeah. He tries to make us think that we are just like him. Now, let me just say this. He wants us to believe story, a story, a narrative about who we are. And because of that, he wants us to take on his identity. Come on. Somebody needed this. That means that he is depressed. He is negative. He is afraid. Yeah. Wouldn't you be? He knows. He knows. He is perverted. He is alone and lonely. He is angry. He is selfish and destructive. And he wants to put on us that that's who we are. A few years ago, I had a dream. And I think it illustrates beloved identity as well as this very well. It, it, what it was, um, I was dreaming. And sometimes I'll get these prophetic dreams um, that I believe are either a word for me or somebody I care about. And sometimes for the church at large. And this particular one, um, it was for me, but it was also, I believe, for the church at large. And it's a perfect illustration of this. What it was, I was dreaming that I was a little girl. And as the little girl, I was, rep I was actually symbolic in representing the church. And I was standing there as a little girl, just really struggling because I was trying to carry this big, big book. What it was, I don't, I don't know if you homeschooled or if you have ever seen the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. It's huge. It is so huge. Even I would have a hard time carrying it, but definitely as a little girl, I would have had a very hard time carrying it. It's kind of like the fa those family Bibles that are really nice and thick, but what I was carrying was kind of like a dictionary. And it had all these different things, these different words that were similar to what I just said. And what I heard was I heard the Lord. He was like a father, which he is our father. Um, he, he was like a father saying, okay, open the book. I want you to read it. So I opened this book. I'm struggling to carry it. That's very important for you to remember. But I'm, I open it, and when I do, I start seeing all these words like depressed, like negative, you talk too much, abandoned, loser, uh, crazy, perverted, alone, angry. Are you with me here? As I'm reading these words, and they're just jumping off the, the page, they were written to define me. And I heard the Lord say to me, drop it, Cindy, drop it. And I realized as I dropped it, 
what a load that had been that I've been carrying. Now, I think this is very symbolic. When we carry these kind of, uh, these kind of definitions of self, this kind of an identity of self, excuse me, uh, <clears throat> when, we, when we believe that that defines us, it's a very, very heavy load to be carrying. And what I hear the Lord saying for his, his children is that that is too heavy of a load for us to carry. We need to drop that and instead ask him who we are, what we are. Ask him to tell us how he defines us. Ask him to tell us what we are, what we have, where we are in our, in our walk. Ask him to tell us what we can do and what we can, cannot do. Ask him for our story, the whole story, not just the story that is the negative part of it, but the, tr the story and how it is a story of reconciliation and restoration. Ask him what our value is, how we are defined, and how, what, what we have that is ours. Rather, the devil tries to steal our identity. He tries to tell us who we are, what we are, who, what we have, where we are. He tries to tell us what we can and cannot do. He tries to tell us what our story is. And he tries to tell us what our value is or lack thereof. He tries to tell us how we are defined. And that we are destined by our circumstances. You, you guys, I want to ask you today, if you are struggling to know who you are, can I ask you, who is telling you who you are? Who is it? Are you listening to the enemy of your soul who wants you to have a fake ID? He wants to give you a, an identity that, that, is that, is, that is based on definitions that are not how God sees you, not how God defines you. Are, I, I want to ask you today to just step into beloved identity. This is a good space, my sweet friend. You are beloved. God wants you to come to him and ask him. As a matter of fact, I believe that this is an invitation to a conversation with him so that he can tell you who you are. He can tell you whose you are. I think I know some of the answers here. <laughs> but he wants to give you a new identity, a new inheritance, a new position, a new empowerment. He wants to give you kingdom calling and kingdom purpose. He wants to give you all authority and all power. He wants to give you a beloved identity. My sweet friend, you have a mighty purpose. You have a great work to do. You can rebuild after you've lost it. You can take back what the enemy has stolen. You can let go of what the enemy has tried to tell you all your life. You can grasp on to a whole new identity because that's what you have because you are the beloved of God. Your beloved identity is a new position. It is a new empowerment. It is new purpose. It's new. You are a new creation. You, God designed you and he knows every single thing about you. And he has called you into a great work. 
that is yours and yours alone. He has prepared you perfectly for your purpose. He is with you each and every step of the way. You can take back every single thing that the enemy has stolen because there's redemption in being his beloved. There is resurrection because of you being God's beloved. And I'm talking about of all dead things, God brings every bit of it to life because that is God. There is God restoration for you and your life today. You have purpose. You have meaning. You have identity. So press into the presence of God. Grasp on to all that he says is yours, all that Christ died to give you. Step into your calling, your life purpose for his glory. My sweet friend, he wants you to know how beloved you are. You know, I get to thinking about my, uh, my grandchildren and my children, you know, because here's what I hear the Lord saying. He's wanting for us to really grasp that Jesus did a great exchange. He did a great exchange. We don't have to sit in our old, our old righteousness, our old identity, our old story. <laughs> nope. Because here's what happened. Jesus took that. He took that righteousness and, and our unrighteousness and he nailed that to the cross. He took that old, old identity and he's made you his beloved. His beloved. Think about that for a moment. You know, much of this is, is marriage talk. This is wedding talk because here's what God wants. God wants to switch out that old identity, that old story, that, that old um, inheritance, that old, that old, uh, all the old possessions, all of the old stuff from being in sin and death. He wanted to take that and then he gives us Christ identity, Christ, Christ power, Christ authority, Christ, um, Christ abilities, Christ inheritance, Christ possessions. Being in the kingdom, this is what this is. It's being a child of God because once we are, once we are in relationship with Jesus, the great news is that once we're in relationship with Jesus, that is where we become God's child, his beloved child. I just can't get enough of this, this, this thought of this. It reminds me of like my children. My, you know, I, I grew up and my mother had a daycare center and it's kind of funny that um, I was around kids from the time I was a little bitty kid. And I remember even into my um, young, my teen years and early adulthood, I remember thinking, oh my goodness, I, I, I don't think I'll ever really um, want children or, you know, and I was, I went through this little bit of a thing for just a little bit of time that was not real sure if I wanted children because some really got on my nerves. But let me tell you something. When God gave me Matthew and when God gave me Elizabeth, everything shifted. Everything shifted. They have an access. They have a, um, they have a, they have a, 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 a position with me that only they can get that kind of access, that kind of, um, that, that kind of 
benefit well other than the grandkids now they get even more <laughs> I think that's kind of funny because when I think about my grandchildren that is to me almost really I believe it's even more like how I see God's heart because with God's heart I, I see him he, as being like one of the things that was really exhausting as a parent was I didn't know if the kids were going to make it if they were really going to learn to read if they were really going to eventually be responsible you know, hardworking citizens, you know, especially when I looked at the um, bathroom after they got out of there, you know what I'm saying? And so I felt a little bit of that responsibility that really and truly I look back and I think, wow, God really had it all along. See, God sees us with that kind of a look of long term. He, he sits out of eternity as well as in our everyday. And he has such favor such grace because he gets he gets it he knows we're going to come around and get it he sees us in a beloved identity he sees us i say is a lot like a grandchild like a grandchild or a grandparent it's that kind of wisdom like i know that my grandkids are not going to be stuck at being four and a half or eight or ten years old forever and it makes it to where I kind of enjoy even when they don't have it all down because I know they're going to come around and they are going to get it. Uh, I kind of laugh at Oliver because he is just a hoot. Uh, and the very things that, you know, maybe have been my story, that stuff that you would say is in that book to drop. I remember people would say all the time, you just talk too much. He is like a carbon copy of me. Well, actually, he's a carbon copy of his dad, which is a carbon copy of me. And I get so tickled because he just sits and he chitter chatters from the minute he wakes up until we are both up way too late talking and stuff. He works alongside of me and he sits and he just talks. And, and you know what? You'd say, well, doesn't, doesn't he need to, you know, settle down? Don't talk so much. I said, and I say, no, no, because I love hearing his voice. I love hearing him talk. And my feelings towards him, my feelings towards my daughter, my feelings towards my son, they show me just a glimpse of a picture of how God feels towards us. God takes great delight in us. We are his beloved. Soak that in. Is that good? Yeah. That means that all power and all authority from on heaven and in earth, he has granted you. We are his image bearers. That means that he has chosen for us to represent the family here on earth. That means that he sees us as so precious that that one song that they sing in worship. It's um, it says he didn't want heaven without us. He doesn't he doesn't want life and heaven without us. He delights in us. I see him as like a good father who, who just looks upon us with delight. He loves to see us dancing among the flowers. He loves to see us walking above the storms of life. He sees us as fully capable to do all those things that we see Jesus doing in his life. Why? Because we have beloved identity. You guys, I know there's no way I can truly unpack this. As a matter of fact, this will be a continuing conversation and uh, that we will have from time to time in our different lives. But today, I feel like God is saying to, that he wants for each of you to just ask him, what does beloved identity mean? Like, 
ask him, what does it mean that I'm beloved? I, my prayer is that this will be an invitation to a conversation with him, that, that you will just, just go into his presence and ask him, how do you see me, Lord? How, how do you feel about me? What, what is it? Describe me, Lord. And then get into that place where you can hear him. If it doesn't match up to this book, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a lie. It's a lie. He's not going to ever say you talk too much to him. He's not ever going to say that he doesn't have time for you. He's never going to say that he doesn't want to hear your passion and your excitement because he so does. You're beloved. You are that child of his, of whom he delights. He's crazy about you. He's passionate for you. He, he looks at you and he smiles over you. And so today, just commit to have just 15 minutes. Just sit and ask him, God, how do you see me? Who am I? Who am I? What does it mean that I have beloved identity? Well, let me pray, and then we are going to wrap up. Of course, if you want replays um, from this series, or if you want access to anything that we have coming up, like tomorrow, we're going to be doing a workshop called Take Action. If you have all uh, notebooks full of ideas, journals full of ideas, and you are still stuck, how about join me? Just join me. It's not going to be about an hour um, unless you ask a lot of questions and then I'm good with that. But um, I would love to invite you to join me tomorrow and we're going to dig into just some of the secrets that I have toward to, to taking action and getting those ideas, those irresistible ideas out of your brain and into action. I can't wait to share that. Um, if you want access to that all you have to do is go to cindyrushton.com forward slash take action and sign up and you can join us tomorrow and if you are on that list you actually get the replay to it as well so definitely go and grab that um if you want replays from this past week for this series sure they're free they're completely free did you hear that completely free they're in a playlist at my YouTube channel and it's stepping up to your call and um, all you have to do is just go there this in fact this will be um, premiered a little later this afternoon and you can um, listen to this as well on replay um, when you go to YouTube please give me some YouTube love <laughs> um, all you have uh, you can subscribe you can leave your comments you can even share me with your friends you can even take that um, take the link and share it on any of your social media help us grow help us reach those that could that you love that would really benefit from hearing who they are and hey keep following me keep following me because we've got other things coming Anyway, I hope you guys have an amazing day, and let me pray, and then we will stop for the day, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Whew, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you that you so love us, that, Lord, you give us a new identity. We could look at Moses, and we could see where he come and went, how he went through all these different things, and you, you preserved him. 
you prepared him and you positioned him perfectly. What I love the most is that he was never stuck in what he thought he was, a murderer or even a man of privilege in the Pharaoh's home. No, Lord, he actually became a great deliverer. And Lord, I see you calling us into our greatness. I see you calling us into position where we can represent your kingdom. And Lord, I just thank you that you want for us to step into those places, but to step into those places with full assurance of who we really are. For us to know that, yes, you can use us. Yes, you are the one who has called us. You are the one who wants to lead and direct us. Lord, I just praise you for all of that. Thank you so much. And dear Lord, I ask you that you will be our teacher today. That, Lord, we can pull aside and just let you tell us what it means to have beloved identity. I thank you. I thank you that we are your beloved. I thank you so much that you want to unveil what access that gives us. You want to unveil what power that gives us, what inheritance that gives us. Lord, I just praise you that you are a good God and you made a way where there was no way. You did that great exchange of our identity, our story, our righteousness, and you gave us Christ's identity, Christ's righteousness, Christ's position as your beloved. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are so good. We praise you. We lift you on high. We ask you, Lord, to just teach us as the day goes by. And Lord, um, continue to unveil to us the great truths that are there. Because Lord, I believe that there are those who are very discouraged today who, would, who really need a word from you. So Lord, give them a word. Help them to be able to see who they really are. Thank you so much for being good to us. For us in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm. How was that for you? Am I telling you what this right here just is an invitation to a conversation with God, isn't it? He wants to so speak into your life. And so today, that's my prayer, is that as you leave this week's episode, that you will just draw apart, press into his presence, and ask him to really speak to your heart and teach you what he really means about who you are and how precious you are. Well, you guys, we have another big show coming next week. Be sure to stay connected with me. If you want the show notes from today, we have them at our website. That is cindyrushton.com. And you can go to the website, look at the top of the website, and you'll see the Cindy Rushton Show. Hop in there. You can then look for episode number seven. And in that episode... In that episode's show notes, we have all the things we mentioned here in this show, complete with all the links. Speaking of links, you'll definitely want to link up with us. Hey, why don't you connect with us while you're there at my website? You can grab any of my courses that are absolutely free there. You can listen to past episodes of this show. You can subscribe to future episodes of this show. And of course, you can connect with us by email. You can connect with us by RSS subscription to the show um, using Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can also connect with me at my social media. Just look me up. I'm Cindy Rushton, and I am on all your major social media. 
Well, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful week. And again, I look so forward to seeing you again next week. Have a great week. And that's a wrap for The Cindy Rushton Show. We will be back next week for another awesome show. If you can't wait until then, check out other great episodes and our show notes online at our website, cindyrushton.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our show at any of your favorite podcast services so you don't miss even one episode. 